0: second section of Parshas Naso has three points in the Psukim and then we'll focus in on one of the three with a little more detail. The first point that the Psukim here discuss, which begins with parakeh, which is that and extends through the entire of parake, parakeh till, till uh, the end of Parak. The first point is the purification of the camps. So at this point the Jews have set up a system of how people are to encamp and to travel. You have the inner area which is called Machan Shechina. You have around that which is the Levia area, and then around that you have the rest of the camp which is Machane Israel. So now really Rashi learns this was at Seivah on the day the Mishkan was erected, but it's written here that there was a command that the people that are Tameh, in different forms of Tumah, have to leave certain areas. So Rashi explains, depending on the severity of the Tumah, you'd have to leave certain areas and potentially not others. So Rashi illustrates, somebody that's a mitzora, so it means he has Tsaras in his body, he has to leave all three camps. A Zav, somebody that had a man who's had an omission, is permitted to stay in Machana royal but he's sent out of Machana and Machana Leviyah. Somebody that's Tamei is even permitted in Machana Lavia. He's only excluded until he becomes Tahar from Machana So that's the first part of today's section. The second part of today's section is laws that we already learned, but there's Chidushim here. And this is laws regarding somebody that stole or owes money and swore falsely that he doesn't or that he didn't owe the money that he didn't steal, etc. Now, in such a scenario, the Torah here teaches us. We know that the halacha is he has to pay karen chomish ve'ashem. He has to pay back the principal value plus a fifth, and bring a special carbon ashem, an ashem offering. However, the halacha that we, the reason we bring it here, is because we teach two new laws. One is that he's only going to be liable for those things when he admits. It's not enough if Adam indict him. He actually has to admit on his own. And secondly, there's a special halacha called Gezel HaGer, which is if somebody steals from a convert, and the convert passes away, and afterwards he wants to make restitution, so then the money that he pays back would go to the Kohen. Very interesting thing. Whoever, Whichever Kohen is working in that mishmar, in that uh, watch, he would pay him instead of... The Geru no longer exists, and there's no relatives to pay back either. Now included in this section, the Psukim talk about how when it comes to the gifts that are given to the Kohanim, they're not supposed to take those gifts by force, and um, really the Yisrael has a capacity to have Taivas Hano, which means he can choose which Kohen he gives it to, and that is a somewhat of a kickback or affords the yisroel some sort of benefit because he could choose who it is that the, which Cohen he gives those things that the Torah requires, albeit that it requires them, but you can choose which one you want to give to. The third section of today introduces the parsha of Sota. Now Sota is the discussion of a wayward wife. So let's just go over the, the uh, halachas very briefly here. The halacha is: if a man suspects that his wife is cheating on him with another man. So there's a process that would make her into a sota, which we'll discuss momentarily. He has to first warn her not to be in seclusion with that other man. Then there has to be witnesses Again, first on the warning. Secondly, witnesses that see that she actually secluded with that man. Then she is deemed a sota. Now that she's a sota, so there's a procedure that she has to undergo, which is in her own cities based in, as well as in Yerushalayim, which is the main procedure. And she has to bring a special carbun, and they try to exhaust her to get her to admit. They erase a special scroll with names of words, including names of Hashem, in a potion. And then she drinks that special potion. Now, if she was Mizana meaning she didn't admit her guilt, but she really had strayed and slept with the other man. So in such a scenario, she would die a horribly gruesome death. If she didn't, so then she's blessed, actually. She'll have children, and it's in the Gemara, if that means she could actually have children, if she wasn't able to bear children prior, or if she'll just have healthier children or easier births, if she struggled with those things prior. Now, the last point I just wanted to note over here is, really, this Parsha of Sota teaches us a tremendous lesson. As I mentioned, <clears throat> when they would create the concoction that the Sota would drink, they would erase the name of Hashem in this potion, and then she would drink that. And miraculously, the water would check her to see if she had been mezana, if she had slept with the other man or not. Now, the Torah is teaching us that Hashem's name is erased so as to permit a woman to her husband. Meaning, so as to deduce if she is permitted and can go back to being with her husband, because as a sota she's not permitted to her husband. The Torah says that Hashem allows His own name to be erased which is teaching us a tremendous lesson. When it comes to dealing with relationships, meaning certainly our own, but even outside of our own, we have to be so sensitive. If HaKadosh Baruch who allows his name to be erased so as to restore peace in a relationship, how careful do we have to be when we talk to people, we talk to a wife about her husband, husband about his wife, friends about other friends, how careful do we have to be about Shalom Bayis Peace within the house when we talk to people and we deal with people so as not to unsettle things, to create machlok, is create tension. If Hashem allows His name to be erased to restore peace, certainly not only should we not be attempting or trying to create strife, but the opposite, trying to create shalom, peace between people that perhaps there is some sort of a rift between their relationship. That's the way the Torah is requiring us to do, which is also the Midah Vaharna Cohen, and that's one of the big lessons we learned from the Parsha of Sota. Everybody have a wonderful day.